Welcome to the Black History Academy with your host, King Truth, on the King Truth Podcast. In 2018, a movie hit the theaters that was touched by more people than any other movie had in a long time. Marvel had finally released the long-awaiting Black Panther to a ton of fanfare. We finally got to see T'Challa and Eric Killmonger in their epic fight scenes, the humor of T'Challa's sister Shiri. And also in Black Panther, we were introduced to the strong and beautiful Dora Milaje, who was the personal bodyguards to the King of Wakanda, T'Challa, otherwise known as the Black Panther himself. They were fierce fighters, handy with the lethal spear, and unlike most armies, were controlled only by women. The Dora Milaje, translated to the adored ones in English, are represented in the movie by Okoye, the general of the group. They are also trusted as the gatekeepers of their country, which was famously never been colonized. The Dora Milaje may sound like a legend or an imaginary group invented by comic writers, but they actually bear a resemblance to a group of lesser known women from West African history. The Dahame Amazons, or Mino, which means our mothers, were a fond, all-female military regiment of the Kingdom of Dahomey in the present day of the Republic of Benin, which lasted until the end of the 19th century. They were so named by Western observers and historians due to their similarity to the mythical Amazons of ancient Anatolia and the Black Sea. The Dahomey women were among the only all-female military force documented in modern military history. And these warriors were no myth. They were the real deal and the ones entrusted with protecting the king on a daily basis. King Hoech Baja, who ruled from 1645 to 1685, the third king of Dahomey, is said to have originally started the group which became the Amazons as a corps of elephant hunters called the Gbeto. Hezbaja's daughter, Queen Tasa Hagbe, ruling from 1708 to 1711, established a female bodyguard. European merchants recorded their presence and according to tradition, her brother and successor, King Agaja, successfully used them in Dahomey's defeat of neighboring kingdom Savi in 1727. The group of women warriors was referred to as Mina, meaning our mothers in the Fon language, by the male army of Dahomey. Other sources contest that King Agaja's older sister, Queen Hangba, was the ruler to establish the unit. However, 
some contest if Queen Hagba actually existed. From the time of King Gizo, ruling from 1818 to 1858, Dahomey became increasingly militaristic. Gizo placed great importance on the army, increasing its budgets and formalizing its structure for, from ceremonial to a serious military. While European narratives refer to the women soldiers as Amazons, they call themselves Ahose, King's Wives, or Mino, or Mothers. According to Stanley Alpern, author of the only full-length English language study about the Dahomey, they were first drafted to guard the palace doors. According to the royal dictate during King Agaja's reign, no man shall sleep within the walls of any of my palaces after sunset but myself. Men were banned from living in the palace, so guards had to be women. A letter written by an English trader named William Snellgrave made mention of four women with muskets behind his throne. I'm not exactly a feminist utopia, Every Dahomey warrior woman was considered married to the king, hence the name King Wives or Ahosi, although he rarely took up sexual relations with them. Instead, the women were seen as his sisters, daughters, and soldiers. It is said, any man who saw it fit to inappropriately touch one of the women faced imprisonment or death. Nagizo recruited both men and women soldiers from foreign captives, though women soldiers were also recruited from free Dominion women, some enrolled as young as eight years old. Other accounts indicate that the Mino were recruited from among the Ahasi, king's wives, of which there were often hundreds. Some women in Fon society became soldiers voluntarily, while others were involuntarily enrolled if their husbands or fathers complained to the king about their behavior. Membership among the Mino was supposed to hone any aggressive character traits for the purpose of war. During their membership, they were not allowed to have children or be a part of a married life, though they were legally married to the king. Many of them were virgins. The regiment had a semi-sacred status, which was intertwined with the fond belief in voodoo. The Mino trained with intense physical exercise. They learned survival skills and indifference to pain and death, storming Akakia throne defenses in military exercises and executing prisoners. Discipline was emphasized. Serving in the Mino offered women the opportunity to rise to positions of command and influence in an environment structured for individual empowerment. The Mino were also wealthy and held high status. The Dahomey female soldiers were known for their decapitation. They went through fierce and rigorous physical training 
which consisted of arms exercises, making use of prisoner enemies as their targets for execution. The women wrestled one another, climbed walls, underwent vicious physically painful tasks, and were sent to fend for themselves for up to nine days with small rations to build and test their endurance. They were even applauded for how their clothes stayed clean and tailored, their tools kept sharp, their marches crisp and quiet. The women soldiers were rigorously trained, given uniforms, and by the mid-19th century, they numbered between 1,000 and 6,000 women, about a third of the entire Dahomey army, according to reports written by visitors. These documented reports also indicated that the women soldiers suffered several defeats. The women soldiers were said to be structured in parallel with the army as a whole, with a center wing, the king's bodyguards, flanked on both sides, each under separate commanders. Some accounts note that each male soldier had a female warrior counterpart. In 1849, an 1850 account by an Englishman, it was documented that the women that had three stripes of whitewash around each leg were honored with marks of distinction. The women's army consisted of a number of regiments. You had the huntresses, rifle women, the reapers, the archers, and the gunners. Each regiment had different uniforms, weapons, and commanders. And in the latter period, the Dahomey female warriors were armed with Winchester rifles, clubs, and knives. Units were under female command. An 1851 published translation of a war chant of the women claims the warriors would chant as the blacksmith takes an iron bar and by fire charges his fashion so have we changed our nature. We are no longer women, we are men. The Mino took a prominent role in the Grand Council, debating the policy of the kingdom. From the 1840s to the 1870s, when the opposing party collapsed, they generally supported peace with the Abayaguta and stronger commercial relations with England favoring the trade in palm oil above that in slaves. This set them at odds with their male military colleagues. Apart from the council, the annual customs of Dahomey included a, par a parade and reviewing of the troops, the troops swearing of an oath to the king. The celebrations on the 27th day of the annual customs consisted of a mock battle in which the Amazons attacked the fort and captured the slaves within. A custom recorded by the priest Francisco Borghero in his diaries. Sure sounds familiar to the Dora Milaje, right? The people highly anticipating Black Panther made the comparison long before the movie even premiered in theaters. Fans pointed out similarities between T'Challa's army and the Dahame Amazons, back when all we had was a peek at the Marvel film. The Dora Milaje appeared in Black Panther 
Volume 3, Number 1, by Christopher Priest, the first widely known African-American comics writer. He helped further build the fantastic world of Wakanda, the Black Panther, Dora Milaje, and more. His imagination was largely responsible for its success, but it's not too far-fetched to believe his inspiration was rooted in the beautiful wonders of warrior women from ancient African history. The Dahomey Kingdom, with the help of the Amazons, conquered neighboring nations, taking thousands as captives of war, and the land grew greatly in size up until the later half of the 19th century. So what became of the Dahomey warriors? It appears that as the French began colonizing parts of Africa, the warriors fought back, but they were no match for the sheer force of the French and their firearms. The troops were disbanded when the kingdom became a French protectorate. Oral tradition states that some surviving Amazons secretly remained in Abome afterwards where they quietly assassinated a number of French officers. Other stories say the women pledged their service in protection of Agole Agbu, the brother of Bohanzin, disguising themselves as his wives in order to guard him. Some of the women married and had children, while others remained single. According to most sources, the last of Dahomey's women warriors passed in the 1940s. But other accounts allude that there may have been some of these soldiers alive in the 60s and the 70s. That does it for this episode on the Dahomey Amazon warriors from the Kingdom of Dahomey. This is the first episode in the series Fearless Black Women Warriors. Please like, comment, subscribe so you will be notified when there is a new episode released. I will speak to you next time and thank you for joining the Black History Academy.